Welcome to Pops and Hisses, a music podcast where you hear from the artists you love. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and in this episode, I sat down with Dwayne Betts, guitarist of the Almond Betts Band. Son of Dickie Betts, Dwayne formed the Almond Betts Band with Devin Almond, son of his father's Almond Brothers bandmate, Greg Almond. So it's pretty cool to have the longtime friends in a band together, and it's lovely to hear them jam. They're touring this spring, and you can catch them if you're in Omaha like me at the Orpheum Theater on April 16th. It'll be a socially distanced show, and you can find more information and purchase tickets at TicketOmaha.com. I'm hoping to be there myself, and it's going to be really exciting. So I sat down with Dwayne to talk about the band's two albums, Down to the River and Last Year's Bless Your Heart, and how the sons of the famous musicians didn't feel pressured or fated to form this group. And, of course, we talked a little bit about the Almond Brothers. Real quick, I want to remind you that you can listen to the Pops and Hisses podcast and find music news, reviews, and interviews at popsandhisses.com. But right now, it's time for Dwayne Betts of the Almond Betts Man. Let's get into it. What have you guys been up to the last year or so? Because, I mean, not not a lot of touring opportunities or, you know, able to play. So what have you guys been up to? Yeah, I mean, we put out the new record and yeah, uh, the, the the end of August. So that that's been really exciting to have a record out. Um, and yeah, I definitely want to talk about that too. Um, and then just kind of, it's been kind of um, refreshing to be to spend so much time with family and have have the downtime. I mean, it obviously um, isn't the ideal situation that we're all in but it's definitely there are silver linings and uh you know i mean it's been cool to just kind of hang out with my puppy and my wife and and go hiking a lot and uh and kind of get ready to go back out on tour when you know at the appropriate time you know yeah like you were saying i mean when was the last time you spent this much time at home (laughs) probably never (laughs) well I mean, honestly, I didn't always, I wasn't always in as active, a, sure. you know, there, there were times when I w- would have loved to have been this active and I wasn't, you know, because I was, you know, whatever, but, but, um, you know, things come around when they come around and, and now we're, we, we have a really, um, you know, we have a pretty steady working situation. So it's, it's right. pretty, I mean, n- normally we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So, um, did you guys have to push a bunch of dates back? Did you have stuff planned for 2020? A ton, and- a ton. like everything. It, it like pushed back, like not once, but twice, but three times. Some of them, yeah, right. you know. So, and the ones we are we are doing are obviously completely, you know, they're drive-ins and 25 percent capacity, and mm-hmm. you know, which is like the only way to do it. I mean, I don't know there's probably some states where you can just go do whatever you want. But I mean, obviously I, we don't have any interest in like packing a room, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be responsible for anything. No, no, I don't want to be, a, in, you know, I don't want to, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to see a room packed full of people. Like nothing, nothing is going on, you know? Right. But I mean, if they do it right, then I'm down, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to, I'm ready to, to play, you know, if it's like, <laughs> you know, so I mean, so in, if, like an example is Austin, you know, the first show of this tour is at the, uh, the Moody Theater, um, Austin, uh, ACL Live, Austin City Limits 
live and it's a bigger place than we would normally play but then you can sell at 25 percent. you can still sell like 500 tickets you know and have it spread out great so that's like an example of like the way to to do it you know right right yeah and that'll be like the place you're coming to in omaha uh when you're here is now i can't remember how big that theater is but it's pretty big but it'll be yeah it'll be limited but that's hey man i'm excited for it <laughs> yeah man i mean so we're so excited to play and and you know make people feel good and um you know people need music so right live music is a is a good thing i know it's uh it's one thing I've really missed is that feeling of being in an audience and all focus on that one thing and feeling the music and just kind of feeling connected to everybody. And yeah, I miss it a lot. I'm sure you guys miss it too, being, uh, being on stage on the other end of it, but. So, um, I do want to talk about the album and stuff, but, uh, since we have a little more time than I've, you know, just doing a quick thing about the show or, or the record, I'd, can you guys can you give me a little history of like how you guys started the band i mean obviously you've known each other for a long time and familiar but uh just starting the allman betts band can you give me a little background on like uh yeah playing together and stuff um yeah i mean we've known each other a long time and we've talked about it about doing something but it just kind of was timing um you know i was kind of i was playing with the band um uh the band Dawes. I don't know if you know who they are, but they're from Los Angeles and they're friends of mine. And they wanted to, they wanted to have a fifth touring member, you know, uh, a second guitarist for the touring band. And so I was doing that and um, I did that for about a year and a half. And then I came out of that and Devin, you know, you know, Devin's father had just passed away and he had taken time off and um, he, put together the show to honor his father and asked me to be a part of it. And I, of course, I, I, I knew Greg, you know, growing up around Greg, I knew him and I, I was obviously more than happy to, to do it. And, um, and then we talked about maybe me coming out and opening some shows. And I had just finished a record of my own, which I had never done. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as a, a record that I I'm singing, the songs and it's under my name. I mean, I've been in a lot of different bands and played with a lot of different folks, but, but uh, so that was something new for me. And he said, well, why don't you come out and open up for me and then we'll jam. And, uh, and so I brought my, my guitar um, partner from Los Angeles that I had been playing with Johnny Statula. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we used his band. And then, so, so the two drummers from, from, his band from the Devin Allman project are in the Allman Betts band and Johnny is in the Allman Betts band. So we kind of, we kind of toured and, and felt it out. And then we, we started writing and, and vibing a little bit. And then, uh, you know, it felt good to, to pursue a, a new, a new band, you know? Right. Um, so it wasn't something that we had to do or, you know, it was, we forced, it was just kind of like, felt like, you know, this feels good. Let's, let's make a record and, and, and form this new band. And uh, so we talked about who we wanted in the band and, and, and so that's what you see. That's what you get. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I love that. It's was just kind of a natural thing. Like, you know, you guys have known each other for a long time, but it, it's great that it worked out this well. Yeah. I mean, I think it was good timing and, and, and again, it was organic and felt right. I mean, if anything, I um, 
I would kind of, in my past, I would maybe even stay away from doing it, you know, uh, in, you know, so what I'm saying is the fact that we're doing it is not because of, you know, that our dads played together or what, you know, I mean, I don't even want to go that far into it. It just felt good. And it felt right at the time, you know, it it seemed like the next logical step for both of us, you know? Yeah. I know. And I would understand that, uh, pressure so to speak and it's a lot better it's got to be a lot better for you guys to have it be natural it's something you want to do yeah man i mean we've just made our second record it's we're really proud of it 13 songs i mean it's a good body of work and and uh you know we'll i'm sure we'll get in there and make a third record so i mean awesome now that we have um two records under our belt and we have enough material to where we can go out and and play songs and really uh feel good about the the anchor of our show being like our, our two records and 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 kind of picking different songs off of each record to play night to night and changing the sets up and then adding adding some different some maybe some covers with that i mean that's that's what that's what it's all about I man it's about getting out there and 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 keeping it fresh and keeping it fun you know yeah so tell me a little bit about that uh putting a set together because obviously you have all your own stuff that you do and covers you do um and we try to keep it a balance you know i mean i don't think it's any secret i mean we'll play some brother stuff in there and and we love playing that stuff you know as long as it's as long as the balance is there and so we we're 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 really pretty stoked right now as far as even though we haven't been out on the road obviously but the little bit of touring we have done we're pretty we're pretty happy about the 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 depth of the the catalog i mean i say that we have two records so it's not like we're like have some deep like original catalog but i mean if if you have nine songs and then you add another 13 then you've you've increased by more than 50%. So, so you yeah. Have the same uh, nine songs. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, and uh, some of the stuff from the new record we haven't even played yet because we haven't really had time to work it up. And, um, but it's, yeah. uh, it, it's a fun, it's a fun thing. And, and Devin is, you know, I'll give, I'll give him credit where, when it comes to the sets, he, he usually writes something up and, and then bounces it off of me and, and, and we'll bounce it off of some of the other guys. And, and, um, you know, I kind of, and then that changes, you know, obviously you get into the thing and then you get into the middle of the set and if something feels like it's not right on me, you know, you just, mm-hmm. you just audible, you audible. It's like, <laughs> it's like the, it's like football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to do it, especially for the way you guys play. If you're not feeling it, you can just kind of sub something out. Yeah, yeah, and we do that. I mean, and and again, I mean, Devin's Devin's pretty has pretty good instincts with that. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a group thing and how we're all feeling, you know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's talk about the record a little bit. You, the it came out in August, but. Um, and I know a lot of bands had spent this kind of time off, so to speak, making a bunch of music, but you guys had made this before kind of everything had shut down. Right. Where am I? Um, yeah, we, we did it in, uh, um, 
down in Muscle Shoals in December. So we were we were in we were done with it before everything. We were on tour in on the West Coast in California when uh, okay. when everything got shut down out there, Washington and Oregon, and and we were actually headed up to to uh, or we were headed up north in California from Southern California, then Oregon, then while we were going up there, and then Washington fell, then Oregon was gone, and then uh, bam, and then California. So it was kind of a uh, was quick. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so tell me a little bit about, uh, making the record, just being in Muscle Shoals and recording down there and what that Man, was. it was, it's just a, it's just a, a fun, fun time down there. I mean, it, it's a really, uh, you know, the, the people there are hospitable and it's, it's, uh, it just feels like, uh, being at my grandma's house, like in the, <laughs> when I was three years old and my aunt my aunt had her vinyl collection and uh, you know like my earliest memories you know of like the late of the 70s kind of like you know i mean even if it was 1980 or whatever it was when i remembered seeing my aunt's vinyl collection i don't know how old i was but right but it just has that old like the old couches and the old walls <laughs> and the you know it it feels like you're at home you know and uh, and yeah, Matt Ross Spang produced it, and so we it was the second time we 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 did the first record there as well. So coming back there, I felt even more comfortable, you know. And uh, that's got that kind of comfort in that environment, both just the environment and having been there before that, and the same producer. Does that just allow you just kind of to be able to do your own thing, not be so uh, well? With me, I mean, I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it it just you know more, even more, because I think I think the thing that I get hung up on, or that I can get hung up on, is trying to capture, a, a, like trying to capture the band, especially in a long improvisational section. Right. Trying to capture that lightning in the bottle. Uh, in a room where you're not like playing to people and you have headphones on and you're not like in front of your amp and you're not near the drummer. You're like looking around a corner and, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not like it can't be done because we did it and everyone does it. Uh, I mean, not everyone, because people don't record, record that way. Um, and not everybody is doing like four minute guitar solos in a song, but, <laughs> but uh <laughs> But I, in other words, I'm I'm thinking back to Autumn Breeze. When we recorded Autumn Breeze, I I was hoping, man, I don't want to have to go back and like try to piece together a solo over it. I want to just get a really cool live version, and we did. So, so um, yeah, when we went back and, and it was with Matt again, I I felt I felt confident, you know. Yeah. Like you could do, he did it once that way. You could pull it off again. <laughs> yeah, and it's like if you don't get everything, then you then you don't get everything. You have to you have to finish it later, you know, or whatever, you know. But but uh, we got a lot done, and in the 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 week we were there, we yeah. I mean we we didn't get um, everything, but we got a lot. Yeah. Well, um, kind of like I was saying, I've been in a lot of studios, and they're the ones that are more comfortable feel like you could be at home there and more relaxed and they're the ones that are kind of more uh sterile <laughs> so to speak you feel like you're at a doctor's office that might be a little harder no it didn't feel like that yeah it felt like uh felt 
it, I don't know. I don't know what it, it, yeah. I mean, it felt like when I was like two years old at my grandma's house out in the country, you know, and fried chicken, you know, uh, the smell of fried chicken and, (laughs) you know. So, uh, in anticipation of these shows, are you working up or going to be working up, uh, songs from this record? Yeah. I mean, we've already played some of them i mean we played a good deal of them so we don't have to like uh, you mean new songs yeah we'll probably bring some stuff in i mean we always kind of get into the groove you know after you get a few shows under your belt you get into the rhythm and it starts flowing and then you have time at soundcheck to uh to say hey man you know why don't we bring back it why don't we bring this new tune in why don't we try southern rain or why don't we try Mm -hmm. you know ashes of my lovers or you know so yeah, that's always um, that's always something that comes up as you get into the rhythm and you get more comfortable and get a few under your belt. Right, right. Oh. One of the things I want to ask is, I mean, you were talking about doing these longer solos and the prop stuff, and uh, especially when you recorded something now more than a year ago, is it hard to get back into that groove of a song? Is that, I mean, maybe it's just what you're saying. Like it takes a few shows to kind of get back into that. Cause um, you know, especially like you're saying, you're like, well, we're going to get into a longer improv bit. (laughs) Uh, What's that like for you when you, maybe you're a little removed from having made the original thing and trying to uh, work back into that again. Um, The improv stuff isn't really the thing. I mean, I think it's just, I mean, once once you're once you're out there and you're just soloing over a couple chords and you're building it up. I mean, that's kind of I don't know. I'm pretty comfortable doing that. I just mean, as far as the way the band works together and the way uh, the way it feels and 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 just the anticipation of the first show and making sure that all the equipment works and <laughs> yeah you know once you get that first show done and then you're trapped then it starts rolling you know you get into a, a routine so um it's not about like i'm rusty when i do a, a a long solo or anything i mean that's kind of like i look forward to that to work out i mean on a good night i mean i I take all the liberty in the world to allow myself to fall on my face. You know, that's when it's like fun. Cause I'm not trying that's to where you live. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to impress anybody. You know, I mean, if you're really in the moment, I mean, you're definitely not trying to impress me. I mean, you're trying to be free of restrictions, you know, and, and allow yourself the, the space to, to, go where no man has gone before (laughs) no no i mean you know it's about having fun you know and it's like well what can i do that i didn't do last time i did this and uh so yeah that part's just like yeah i mean you work out the kinks and you're kind of like well man i'm a little you know you have fun with your rustiness you know well and i from an audience perspective i always appreciate that i mean there's something to say for a, a show whether it's a pop singer or a band, you know, they play the same 25 songs every night and they're really efficient. And they're really tight. And you hear that, but I appreciate, as a, I appreciate as a fan seeing something that no one else has seen because you're playing it differently than you did the day before, or even if it's slightly differently, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I wouldn't want to play. I mean, there's listen, there's great guitar players that write right. great solos. And I mean, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll improvise it and then I'll instead of writing it and then recording it that way, I might repeat something that I improvised that was um, really good. So if it's a song that kind of requires like a little bit of that, um, that uh, consistency with the solo, I'll go back and, right. and mimic what I did. So I memorize what I did, but when I originally did it, it wasn't really worked out uh, per se. It was kind of like, that's what I played and, and I like that. So I'm going to kind of repeat that to an extent, you know, yeah. but, um, and there's always like themes that, you know, you can go back to themes. I mean, I've watched my dad play and he has his little themes that, that he'll, you know, sometimes you use a theme that you, that you are familiar with to kind of build it. Like if I'm not feeling as sure about myself or I'm not hearing my amp the way I can, and I'm in the middle of autumn breeze, I know what works to get me to the point where I can get comfortable enough. Like a touch. Like, so, yeah. Like, it's like, I'll go to something I know just to get my feet tapping and okay, now I got my stride. Now I can get out, you know, yeah. sometimes I'm just out from the beginning and that's really great. But other times I I'll need to, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of having a little trouble. So I need to go to something I know, yeah. but I'm always striving to play something I've never played. That isn't like a lick, you know, right. just melody, just making up melodies, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys when you come through town. Um, so I think we're running up on the time we have, but I just want to ask one question. I don't want to bother you with all brothers questions all day long, but uh, no, thanks. Uh, yeah. that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> no, but. I've done three of these today and they've all been really like, by the time you get around to an Almond brothers question, it's like, Oh yeah, no, I'm more than happy to. It's just <laughs> when people want to like, Oh, right. Some of these people are like, they don't take into consideration, like, the like, really? Like, you don't have anything else to add? You know, yeah. so I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, the, the My one little one was, I just wondered what, uh, with you guys being in the band and, uh, like, you know, your dad looking back at this, like, what did what does he think about you playing uh, with Jevin and, you know, kind of honoring the stuff that they made? Um, he loves it, man. He's been to some of our shows sitting on the side of the stage and, um, he, he loves the band and, um, I mean, he, I think he recognizes that we're carrying on that spirit of, sure. of playing music, you know, the way that they played music and that many other, the way they inspired many other people to, to play music. Um, and, uh, so, you know, the love is there. I mean, there's no doubt. And, um, you know, obviously he, he's known, he loves the guys in the band. He's known Devin and, and Barry a long time. And, and, and uh, he loves the other guys in the band, but yeah, I think he's really pleased. And, you know, he's always just kind of told me if I've had problems and I'm trying to work through personal stuff or, you know, uh, he always just taught me to keep playing guitar, just keep playing that guitar and you'll be okay. You know, yeah. and he taught me, one thing he taught me, you know, when I was young, when I was younger, he's like that guitar is that guitar case is like your toolbox, you know, use use your toolbox, like go make some money. You know, when I was like <laughs> kind of like a, I was hanging out, maybe maybe we were in between tours when I was playing in his band. You know, he obviously wasn't doing as many shows as uh, our band does on a normal 
year. Um, and, um, and you know, he'd, he'd want me to go get gigs and man, you, you know, that, that guitar, man, that's, that's your toolbox. <laughs> so stuff like that, you know, I love it. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good to see, to see Dickie, you know, enjoying retirement and, you know, <laughs> enjoying, enjoying what we're doing. <laughs> that's great. Well, uh, Dwayne, thanks so much for taking time for me, man. I really appreciate it. It was great talking to you. Yeah, man. Thank you for myself. having me and, uh, see you soon, man. Thanks for listening to my talk with Dwayne Betts here on Pops and Hisses. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app or head to popsandhisses.com. There you can listen to the podcast, find more music news, reviews, interviews, and find other podcast episodes. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and you can follow me on Twitter at Omaha Music Guy or find my page on Facebook by searching for Kevin Coffey. My last name spelled C-O-F-F-E-Y, by the way. Thanks to Herdat Media, as always, for producing the show, and I encourage you to check out Herdat's network of podcasts, such as Pat and JT if you're looking to laugh, Hollywood Raw if you're into entertainment, or Hale Varsity Radio if you're dying for Husker sports news. Find them all and lots more at herdatmedia.com network. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T media.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. A Herdat Media Production.